What's up, what's up, what's up? This is your girl, Kayla B. Thank you so much for tuning in to the growth of a sunflower. We are now in episode nine. I am not for sale. Thank you guys for tuning in. Let's chat. All right, y'all. So the title of this um, podcast um, of this episode is called I Am Not For Sale. And the reason why um, I named it that is because um, referring to the culture and how um, we see people living with the fast cars and with the money, you know, you got the wise of money to the ear, like, hello, the money calling. And you got uh, you got all the um, the things that look legit like it is fire on the other side like it's it's dope you know it's cool to have all this money it's cool to have all this sex with people how many bodies you got and all of the fast life and literally the culture of the fast life gives us a falsified nature of what satisfaction looks like and like 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 i just said a few uh, seconds ago that we are so satisfied with things that are materialistic but it gives us no type of spiritual value so when i named it i am not for sale is because i am going to talk about a little bit about how i transitioned from that lifestyle into the lifestyle that i'm living today i cannot be bought so let's go ahead and dive into it what does the culture look like to you um does it look like um the the big wise of money does it look like the big wise of cash uh what you what you uh running up how many jobs you got how many friends you got and literally i can tell you that friendship is good money is good um sex with your with your uh your husband or your wife is fantastic right um i can't wait to experience it however (laughs) when i realized that i'm no longer on that other side of um wanting to be satisfied with things that made me no value it literally transitioned my mind over so um, I say back in 2017, um, when I finally started to get my life on track, um, I came to church one day and I was sitting in uh, the pews and my pastor began to talk about um, lifestyle changes and um, what that entails. And he said, pretty much, if you want a refined character, sometimes you're going to have to lose it all to gain it all. And when I heard that, I looked around and I said to myself, well, God, you ain't, you, you ain't gotta, you listen, you don't have to show me nothing. Cause I need this job. <laughs> I need this car and I, I need this money. Okay. I love you God, but I love these things too. Cause you can't provide what I can provide. And that was the mindset that I had. It was the material things that were greater than what uh, he could provide. And that's totally the wrong mindset. So I gave him these two words when I got serious with him. I said, yes, Lord. Now, <laughs> when you say those two words, 
Yes, Lord, you are literally putting your life in his hands and he's literally going to do what he wants to with your life because you're giving him, um, you're giving him a yes, you're giving him, um, subjection, you know, to what he wants to do in your life. So, but let's, let's go ahead and go back. So, um, before then I was, um, living my life, life on the other side, um, money was very important to me. Um, I didn't care about, um, you know, pretty much worrying about everybody else. I was about my money. I was about my working my job and I was about smoking my weed. I was about going out drinking. And at the end of the day, it was like something in me got tired. My soul got tired. I felt like I just kept running. I'm like, where am I running to? Where am I going? It's like a repetitive cycle that I just kept going through. And it's like, where am I going, Father? And one day, it's just like, I just said, I gave it up. I don't know where else to go. The money is not satisfying me. The uh, $20 an hour job wasn't satisfying me. Um, the weed wasn't satisfying me no more. Um, the clubs wasn't satisfying me anymore. The broken friendships wasn't satisfying me anymore. It's like, where, where else do I go? So when I finally gave him a yes, Lord, that's when everything shifted. And when I tell you, man, and when you say yes, Lord, you are literally telling him, do what you will with my life. And when I became serious, that's when I began to lose everything. And now I, whoever's listening to this, I don't want you to get scared. Like, what if I say, yes, Lord, he gonna, he gonna, yeah, he's going to do what he wants to do in order to refine your character and transition your heart to, from the old man. So whatever that consists of, he's going to do it. And with me, it was materialistic things like materialistic things were my God. Like I couldn't see myself without them. I couldn't see myself without a job. I couldn't see myself without money. It was like, it was triumphing over everything. So when I say yes, Lord, God, firstly, he took my car. <laughs> I got into a bad accident on the way to church. He took my car and then I lost my job. And then I also, wait, I lost my house after I lost my car. I had to um, give up my house. Um, and also I had to um, go through that transition. And when I tell you that transition was so hard because um, earlier in my life, I only lived in three homes. Um, like throughout the entirety of my life. So I knew what stability was as far as home. You know, um, I never had to move in with anybody else. I never had to live with anybody else because let's keep it honest. Let's keep it 100. I'm, I'm, you know, I was a mama's baby. You know, I was spoiled. You know, I didn't have to leave. I ain't had to go nowhere. You know how, you know how the babies are, you know, we like to stay attached. So that was my thing. So, um, when God started transitioning me, I had to live with five different people within a year span. Think about that. When you come from a consistent home and you have somewhere to go every day, it's like the it's like clockwork. You can go to that same home and 
you know, you get that snatch from you and you are living with other people and living, you know, how they live and living accustomed to how they live. I had to live, I lived that, I had to live in five different locations within a year. Now, was it comfortable? Absolutely not. Was it worth it? Absolutely. Because in that thing, in that whole ordeal, God was teaching me that even when I was living um, inconsistently with other people and living under other people's rules, he was he was teaching me submission, showing me that um, pretty much I control this thing. Like I, I want to change your heart. I want to change how your mindset is because money has been it's been taking control and it's been literally taking power away from what I can do in your life. So let me take this house from you. Let me take this car. Now you're going to have to depend on other people to drive you around. And when I tell you that shows you, that teaches you so much humility and it shows you how to be humble, like God literally shut me down. And then he starts stripping away friendships. And I'm like, dude, this is too much. You're trying to kill me. (laughs) That's how I felt like I was in some seasons where it felt like I was dying. But I was not dying. I was gaining spiritually. Because if I could talk to the 2017, 18 Kayla, I would tell her that Kayla, you're going to live. You're going to live. Don't worry about it. I got you. God got you. He, he going to supply. He going to fulfill. And he's going to give you everything that you need to keep going. And literally every day when I would wake up, it was like, it was a push in me that I never experienced before. It just, God just put it in me to just keep pushing and keep going. I didn't know where I was going to end up. I didn't know what was going to happen. But he just kept giving me a push. It was sometimes, it was a lot of times where I had to take the bus. I had to take the bus. I had to depend on people for rides. I had to sometimes depend on people, you know, for food and stuff. And I don't come from that, you know. So he was literally teaching me how to be humble and teaching me humility at the same time. And it wasn't comfortable. It was very uncomfortable, but God was showing me, I'm going to be all you need, and that's that. That's that. You ain't going to be able to depend on nobody else. I'm sending the ravens to feed you. And if you can recall in the um, book of First Kings, when um, Elijah met the widow in the widow's mic, um, one had oil and one had bread. You get what I'm saying? And together they made a meal. And it was some spots in my life in my in my seasons where Lord, I only got a, a jar of oil. Or Lord, I just got a, a little bit of bread. What am I gonna do with this? And he'll send a person through a phone call or through a text message say, You you need anything? You you got any you, you need anything? What you need for today? Do you need somewhere to go? I got you. And the little things like God will remind me just because you don't live that old lifestyle don't mean that I'm not going to supply all of your needs. I'm, he, he, he was showing me that I'm going to supply all of your wants. The strip clubs can't do nothing for you, but I can. 
the clubs can't do nothing for you. That liquor can't do nothing for you. That weed that you smoke on the daily is not going to fulfill you. I'm the only one that's going to supply all of your needs. So when I when I got stripped away from the, those materialistic things, he began to show me insight and began to fill me spiritually and began to give me a hunger that I never had before. And literally back in on this day last year in 2020, I went down to Orlando uh, for a life changing worship experience. And when I tell you my life has not been the same since then, it totally hasn't been. He's literally shifted my mindset every day. And even when the the enemy is busy, he's, he's busier. He's fighting on my behalf. He's covering me. He's protecting me. Although I wanted the culture, although I wanted the fast life, although I wanted the money, although I wanted the the, the materialistic things, on the other side, on the other side, what profits a man to gain the world and lose his soul? And I was literally on the verge of losing everything because I wanted to live life my way. When you say yes, Lord, you are giving yourself to Him. You are saying, Lord, make way in my life. You can do what you want. Uproot the things that I'm accustomed to. Uproot the things that I'm um, I'm used to. Do what you will. Do what you will. And I just came here to encourage you. Whoever is um, living in between, you got to pick a side. You have to choose a side. Are you going to continue to run with the things of the world that's going to um, satisfy you temporarily or are you going to go to the side where um, God is going to fill you for an everlasting life he's going to fulfill you he's going to substantiate you he's going to restore you There's so many things on the side uh, where God resides because he can do everything man can so when I made a choice of yes Lord I made a, cho- a choice to him to work in my finances, work on uh, my personal growth, work on my development, work on healing, work on stra- uh, resp- uh, restoration, and work on my transformation. And when I tell you I am not for sale, I cannot be bought. The only thing that can buy me is the blood of Christ. You can keep your culture. <laughs> you can keep your weed. You can keep your your smoke. You can keep all of those things because those things only temporarily satisfied me. Because after all of the things that I was doing, after that I was depressed. After that I was empty. After that I was alone. But when I come into the presence of God, everything is restored. Everything is healed. Everything is transformed. So, I came to encourage the listeners on today. If you are struggling with picking a side, I would um, greatly advise you to pick the side where God is. Everything else is temporary, but his treasures in heaven and the things on earth that he created is forevermore. You're not going to feel fulfilled until you come into the love of Christ, until you really know who he is. Now, through my tests and through my trials, through my tribulations, hasn't been easy 
Absolutely not. But through the fire, I have been refined. And I know that this is not the end. This is just the beginning for me. And I know more trials and tribulations are to come. But the more I get in the fire, the more I become refined. And this has been a stretching for me. Everything that I've done and everything I've experienced have been stretching for me. But God is making it greater. Because I know he's going to fulfill everything that I've lost. And and um, honestly, he's starting to restore those things. I thank God for living in my own apartment again. I thank God for restoring my finances. I thank God for restoring things that I've lost. Once you lose them in the world, you're, you're gaining the spirit. Trust me. Trust me. I love you guys. And I pray that whoever listens to this, choose a side. Are you going to choose culture or are you going to choose Christ? You have to choose a side. You better go where the glory resides. <laughs> you better go where the glory resides. Where the glory resides. Where the glory. Okay. Okay. Let me stop. But yeah, that's all I had. I just wanted to encourage you. I love you guys so much. Y'all stay blessed. And I'll see you next week for episode 10, the last episode. I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for rocking with me. See y'all later. Peace out.